0: Back in Role Play Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz Podcast, I'm Danny Williams along with Danny Bailey. Where the double Ds were brought to you by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Go check those guys out. We love those guys. Um, I'm a parlay builder. I use them all the time. Deposits easy, withdraws easy. I like to withdraw more than I like to deposit. Um, You guys understand that. But if you want somewhere to go, uh, feel like you can be a winner, like when there's so many choices out there, Maverick Sports is the place we go. And we love those guys. We are 24 hours. Literally, the trade went down exactly at the end of the show yesterday around noon, uh, which is noon here on Wednesday in uh, Mile High Sports Studios. Um the aftermath of the trade deal has been a little bit weird. Uh, you know, your usual kind of haters on everything that, you know, the Broncos do, um, had their takes. Um, the um, There's some people who thought you should have kind of kept him. There's some people who kind of can't wrap their head around the whole deal and figure out why the Broncos, oh, well, how many good players should the Broncos have? And he's a good player. Well, let's just clear it up right now and make it, Very simple and very cut and dry to why the Broncos did this and maybe how it kind of went down. So let's keep in mind with Bradley Chubb that after um, a rookie campaign where he was a pro bowler, I think with, you know, eight or ten sacks, uh, he was all right. Um, Then he's injury-plagued for the next two seasons. Injury-plagued. Can't get on the field. When he is on the field, a couple times, he's fighting with teammates on the sidelines of games at practice a couple of times. And um, that's the through eight games this season, he's looked pretty good. For the first time really ever looked like the guy we thought he could potentially be when the Broncos drafted him um, number five overall in front of, obviously, Josh Allen. Okay? So... When you draft a player in the first round, um, in their, um, at some point after their third season, you have to exercise the option um, for their fifth year, which as a first-round pick, you can control a player for five years before he hits free agency. The fifth year, the price goes up, but he's your player. That's the value of drafting a guy in the first round. Doesn't apply in the second round or any other round in NFL draft. So the Broncos did not exercise his option last year.
1: Okay? Yep. So yep. they
0: didn't think he was worth bringing back for a fifth season at about 12 or $10 million, which will be about 15 to $13 million less than he will actually make for whatever team he signs with next season.
1: Likely the Dolphins. Likely
0: the Dolphins. Well, you don't maybe. know if it's likely
1: because yeah, okay. they were already working on a deal immediately. That, sure, you know?
0: if likely means that they might have asked his people, "Will you, if we pull this trade off, if we get up the give up the first for you, will you consider re-signing with us?" And his people said, "Yeah, let's work on it now. Let's start it right now." Okay, but also if you know they want to pay him eighteen million, he can go get twenty four or twenty five. True, that is per year. Times three years guaranteed. So that goes to the next p- process of why the Broncos weren't willing, why why they traded him. So, okay, so say you, um, he's, f- for the first time here, turning in the player you kind of thought he kind of could be, okay? Mm-hmm. That gets every other team around the NFL all excited and juiced out. And, well, he's finally living up to the, you know, he's finally become a player that even all these other teams really thought he could be those years ago. Um, team circumstances change. The Dolphins all of a sudden think they're close, like uh, close to the Bills and close to the Chiefs, and that they're a, a Vaughn Miller or a Bradley Chubb away. So you got them all, you know, um, Jones in for a player like Bradley Chubb, And desperate, and not desperate in a bad way, maybe desperate in a good way because you think you're close. Therefore, the value goes up because you know there's not a guy like Bradley Chubb up and available on teams uh, very often. So he can walk away from the Dolphins. Dolphins know that. Um, That's why they probably wanted a few assurances um, before they traded for him. They trade for the guy, and the Dolphins are a team that will be willing to, and we'll see it pretty quick. The Dolphins are going to give Bradley Chubb a um, five-year, $110 million deal with $70 million of those dollars guaranteed. It's about $25 million per guaranteed, a little bit less. Over three years, straight-up guaranteed. If the guy is hurt for the next three years, he'll make every penny of that contract. You with me? I'm with you. Okay. The Broncos were never willing to do that. They didn't want to pay him $12 bucks on the fifth-year option. So while over seven or eight games he looks like he's turned to a different guy, the reality is the Broncos know him better than anybody, know exactly who and what he's capable of inside, outside the locker room, on the field and off the field for better or for worse. And I'm not saying there's any shady stuff going on. I just kind of think he's been a jerk a couple times to his teammates and hasn't been like the great leader or the great player we all kind of thought he was. So the Broncos essentially – got a first-round pick for a guy that until he had eight good games, maybe five or, you know, four really good games out of these eight, and I thought Randy Gregory was better in the first three games he played, they got a first-round pick for a guy that they were willing to let walk away for nothing. Yeah. They got a first-round pick for that guy. That's a win. Yeah. Bravo. You know, again – George Payton, the stock's not quite as high as its highest Bitcoin height with kind of what's happened with Russ and what's happened with Nathaniel Hackett. But other than that, George Payton's done a really good job. Every,
1: yeah, you look at everything else he's done, Which those has been you good. Know,
0: those are the biggest decisions. Yes. Those are the biggest yeah. decisions. But also, it just has to be kept in mind and considered. The Broncos, and I would have never given Bradley Chubb the kind of money that he's about to make. It was, you could look at it as like, we drafted the guy in the fifth round. When you draft a guy as a top 10 pick, anytime, you expect him to be franchise-altering. Okay? And even if we all know better, there might be two guys in every draft in the top 10, or three guys that go on to be all pros and real difference makers. Every team expects that every time you draft a player there. And he never became that guy. So, I don't wish bad upon Bradley Chubb. I wish a bunch of successes. But I'm not going to be fooled. I know who the guy really is and who the guy's been here for the last four years. And the Garrett Bowles analogy is the best one. I keep going back to it because Garrett Bowles did doo-doo for three or four seasons here. For three seasons. And then the fourth season, when they changed the holding roles a little bit, he goes out there and looks great in a contract year. And he gets paid tons, tons of money when we didn't exercise that fifth round. Um, uh, option which would have paid him eight or nine or ten million bucks instead of the seventeen or eighteen million he we had to times three or four years that we had to pay him instead. So that's a we, we lost there, and that was a previous regime. Yeah, and George Payton doesn't get down like that, and he's not going to make that kind same kind of mistake because Garrett Bulls after that contract year kind of came back down to earth and he's just a dude and while there's only about 15 12 better players at his position better than Garrett Bulls um I don't know if that's worth top dollar paying a guy 20 million bucks to be play that position rather than having maybe two or three guys there at half the money rotating as you're trying to develop a young guy there I don't know okay that's a tough position very valuable position but my point is garrett bulls ain't worth the money he was never worth it they rolled the dice and it blew up in their faces this was cut and dry the broncos knew what they were going to do and they knew the way they felt about bradley chubb and they were and I'm, I'm happy that they didn't let a half a season persuade them or change them or turn them um um you know out from believing what they really believed about the guy when they decided not to exercise the option and as their fielding call, so I got to give George Payton credit because while there was 10 teams calling, they said, I only think there's a, a first-round pick for one or two of on the table for one, one or two of these teams no doubt. had. And someone said it was the Jets and the Dolphins, okay? Someone had said that. Okay, So I don't know if where that report came from. I didn't hear that but it, I'm going to buy it because it goes true to what I believe yeah. that there is just one or two teams um, who had a first rounder on the table, probably seven teams with second rounders on the table. Then another two or three teams who said, we'll give you a third and a player, a second and a player, a couple thirds, whatever it may be. So to get a first round pick, took some negotiation, wasn't easy, and they won in that sense because we wouldn't have been feeling as good about it today if it was a second-round pick, even if it was a second-round pick true. of a bad team. Yeah. I mean, literally, this could be the 28th pick, okay? It's if the still 49ers, a first-round pick. Yeah. It's still a first-round pick, and it could be the first, the second pick of the second round, five picks later, and it would have fell dramatically different. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of it. That's my thought on the trade. That's my thought on the guy. I wish him well. I kind of like the Dolphins. If they think they're close, go make a run at it. Um, I, I like, like the Dolphins I like too. Tua because I li- I, I, everyone in the football world turned on Tua. And I probably didn't think much of Tua, too, until he flipped the script on everybody and yep. found a coach who was going to let him loose and be great. They're a good story. I got no hate for the Dolphins. Uh, Jalen Waddle, all those guys, yeah. Um, I like the team. I yeah, wish Melvin
1: Ingram out there on that defense too. So I wish him Brad- and Bradley Chubb coming off the edge is going to be I wish Bradley a Chubb the
0: best. Go be good now. Dolphins yeah. for a year or two where the Broncos are figuring their shit out cuz we're going to be good in a year or two. You know what I mean? Hell After yeah. we get our act together here. So um that's kind of it. Um We'll call this, you know, let like halftime. Let me throw, the, yeah, half no, time, No, yeah, totally. Halftime of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Shout out Total Beverage, totalbev.com. Um, their locations, they'll deliver to you. Go online, the sales, um, the events they have, um, tastings, the recipes and stuff that they are just, you know, help you. Uh, if you got a party, you're trying to do something special or you need to talk to somebody like, hey, man, what should I do for this work event? Whatever, man. They will make it happen for you. There's so much more than just your average liquor store. Go check those guys out, totalbev.com. And then, like we said, um... We absolutely, um, Maverick Sports, we, we love those guys. Their app super easy to use. You can just go check their website out. It gives you, like, a website version of what the app will look like, how to navigate it. Go check the lines out. If you're a line shopper and a line buyer, and again, there's promos and the match bonus when you sign up, all that kind of stuff. But if you're shopping lines, man, I want to plus 100 juice. Not minus 120, not minus 110, not minus 125. When you're putting those plus 100 uh, uh, parlaying it with the minus 110 and another minus 110 as opposed to 3 minus minus one we're talking about the difference in lots and lots of money when you hit a parlay or when you you know you're getting out that um, that odds adjustment to come out and you're like, man, it's just a big difference. So go shop at Maverick Sports. You'll see those guys. And then shout out Platte River Mortgage as well. Uh, Sean Sadita, um, those guys, uh, a class act um, every single time. He'll make it happen for you. He'll get that deal done for you in the house that you really want um, instead of putting offers on houses and getting your heart broken every single time someone with half cash offer, or whatever it is comes in and just knocks your socks off. So call him, talk to him about your future and what you're trying to do. But, Danny Bailey, what else you got for us?
1: Yeah, so first on George Payton. Yeah, I... I do trust George Payton. The rational fan inside me, which is a small part, yeah, understands and appreciates everything that you laid out where if they weren't going to pay him and someone else was going to pay him more, you yeah. get whatever you can for him now. So I love that they got a first-round pick. I, I'm interested to see what he can do with... Uh, what is it a third or a fourth as well because he's had good picks in later rounds as well so I'm I think the fourth round pick is a good pick it's definitely an upgrade from the fifth that you gave away Um, I trust George Payton but the emotional fan in me I love Bradley Chubb I thought that his best football was still in front of him he had a little attitude that like, people like. So yeah, I understand what you're saying with that, but a lot everything I saw on like social that. media from his teammates yesterday was that they were sad to be losing him, and the Dolphins are getting a good one, yeah, and all that kind of stuff, which I guess is part of just what you say when you lose a teammate. But they wouldn't say it if they didn't feel it. They would just say nothing. Yeah. Um. So that's how I'm. I'm torn, but I appreciate George Payton kind of putting his nuts on the table and saying, I'm going to keep making good draft picks, and we're going to try to move on from guys that we can get some value from. I know that it happened last year. I think Bradley Chubb is still too young for this logic to apply, but I wanted to bring something up that I heard a lot when Vaughn got traded, which is that who is a guy who's had a lot of success, who always moves on from somebody right before they aren't good anymore, That's that's Belichick and the Mm -hmm. Patriots. And so there was some of that talk when Vaughn was leaving because it was like, well, Vaughn's maybe getting towards the end. Now, as we've seen with him in L.A. and this year in Buffalo, he's he's got a lot there. Yeah.
0: Great, like a unique kind. Most guys Absolutely. don't do that.
1: Yeah, so maybe this is a situation where I like that. I can get where that. you got something from Bradley Chubb, you got some good play from him while he was here and he's never going to be that the Vaughn Miller put, type player. The
0: Broncos would have put an offer on Bradley Chubb to bring him back. Yeah. At 18-20 million per. But when you see him making 24-25 and you know, more per annually, people are going to say, "Well, the Broncos were getting close to that." Guys, we're talking about the difference of five million per year over three years, guaranteed. That's fifteen million dollars. That ain't like a million bucks or hundreds of thousands. That's wealth. That's um, family life, faltering kind of yeah. stuff. And you know that's
1: where the you Brock's sometimes need to spend that money on O line.
0: It's like Malik Jackson. Sometimes you got to go play for the damn shitty drag wires and all that kind of stuff because you got to chase that bag. And if the bag that 100%. much bigger. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. So yeah,
1: it's a business. And this this second part is kind of about that about how the nfl is a business and i've got this tweet here from albert breer respected nfl journalist um he said result of an eight of the 18 draft is fascinating he goes through the first eight picks one baker mayfield traded two, saquon barkley on his fifth year option Mm -hmm. three sam darnold traded Four, Denzel Ward extended. Five, Bradley Chubb traded. Six, Quentin Nelson extended. Seven, Josh Allen extended. Eight, Roquan Smith also just traded. So half of the top eight from that 2018 NFL draft has been traded. Yeah. And there are some pretty good names on that list. So a lot of the guys that are extended, it it makes a lot of sense why they were extended. And then a couple of the guys that were traded are maybe looking more like misses now in the sense of a Sam Darnold and a Baker Mayfield who maybe still have to find their way, Roquan Smith, I think, is the standout in that group that was traded. Mm-hmm. And he's also the lowest pick. Yeah. He's also the last pick. So it's the NFL's a business. Guys aren't necessarily going to stay on the same team for their whole career. It never no. happens like that. None so in these days. that's okay. But also, like, that's an interesting kind of signal of how the NFL is these days, that there's going to be a lot of trades. There's going to be a lot of movement and that's kind of just the reality of the league. So yeah, I'm bummed to lose Bradley Chubb, but the fact that George Payton got two picks and a player is great.
0: I think at some and like, Oh, people are saying, and then we'll move on. If we were six and two and five and three, you had never made the deal. Oh, you're going to still make the deal. No way. You're lying and all this kind of stuff. No, it's, it, that ain't it. I, I think they still would have made that same kind of decision. That goes to your Belichickian kind of mindset to, for one, recoup a draft pick where um, they had five picks in the next draft. Um, and none of them were close to the you know to the first round so um you're back in the draft you're back in it um and I don't know if I said this yesterday or not I don't think I did but um even if that's 28th pick the chiefs went from 28 to 10 to draft Patrick Mahomes yeah and I'm not saying we're going from 28 to 10 to draft a quarterback but you can go from Maybe anywhere you move up to, from can 28
1: from, to 20 to get a no guy really like somewhere and yeah. I
0: think you can go from 28 to anywhere outside of the top 10 9 Easy. 10 11 12 13 14 15 to really find the guy that you might think be that guy in that kind of special so um that's it that's like the whole podcast it was a good one good stuff um that's just the reality of why you know um he was he was um, traded um, If you don't like that, then, you know, you might, you probably think Bradley Chubb was going to continue to be great and go on to stardom or something, which I've moved on from that kind of mindset. I, I, Beginning of the season and during the podcast, I said Bradley Chubb and Jerry Judah had the mindset of those guys like I did Garrett Bowles, which is another Garrett Bowles analogy of um, where it's basically like I've moved on with the idea in my mind of those guys being stars. Like, I've emotionally dismissed myself from their star players. They're on the team. I have to accept them. So anything I can get out of them would kind of be like gravy, make me feel good about something because all I've been doing is feeling bad about these guys. So I'm not going to get turned out myself by eight games of Bradley Chubb being uh, looking like a a, a good player finally because he knows what he's got coming to that bag. So I'm not going to say one motivated before. But it's funny how Garrett Bowles and Bradley Chubb are playing the best football of their lives when they have um, potentially $50 million or more guaranteed on $100 million contracts at stake. Did someone say stake? Okay. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Appreciate you, Danny Bailey. Good yeah, job. appreciate you. What's the handle? Where can I find you?
1: At DBailey5280 on Twitter. Um, and shout out Draymond Jones, AFC Defensive yeah, Player like of the Week. Let's go. Deserved. Um, so this defense still has a lot of horses. They're going to be fun to watch all year. So, yeah, I mean, this is a good time for Broncos country to kind of figure some things out and get it moving in the right direction.
0: All right. Uh, appreciate you guys in my tweets, standing on Twitter. Do the show from 10 to New, the radio show at Mile High Sports uh, every single day, Monday through Friday. You can catch that, find that, watch that, stream that. Uh, lots of different ways. Uh, just like the podcast here, but that's a true podcast. That's a true radio show. Both of them are good. You'll like both. Uh, thanks for being with us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, enjoy your Broncos bye week and uh, let's find a way to bounce back and I think the Broncos are going to have a good second half of the season I don't know why I just think they are <laughs> um, appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night, Sheila
1: good night, Sheila <laughs>